How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Welcome back to our Week 7 pregame show. We are going to be making our picks in this episode in the Week 7 matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Los Angeles Rams. Game kicks off tonight, uh, the night you guys will be seeing this. At 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time, the Bears will head to SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams, looking to move to 6-1, and one, so let's hop right into this pregame show. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to talk about this game and make my pick in Week 7, I am joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Jalen, how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's been an amazing Sunday. Uh, well, I guess not for me because... Action-packed. Yeah, very action-packed. I watched the Tennessee Titans come back on the uh, Steelers and... Miss a field goal. I tweeted, uh, miss, miss field goals give me PTSD. We saw Baker come back after being completely brutalized after a bad start after going 0-5. And, you know, he threw five touchdowns. So, watch that. Um, the game. We saw the Lions with a good comeback. Yeah, the, oh, yeah I, I watched that game, bro. I don't know how you how you lose a game by accidentally scoring a touchdown. Like, it's, it, that, that's, that was weird. Um, and that goes to show you how bad that Falcons defense is. You let I mean, hey, if we're looking at college football, we saw Penn State do that yesterday. Yeah, so we a lot of good games today. Um, the Sunday night football game is a good one. The uh, Arizona Cardinals versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seattle Seahawks probably the best team in the NFC. So um, we play today um, as you're seeing this, uh, but we're, we're obviously recording on Sunday night. So other than that, it's been a great football, a great Sunday filled with a lot of good football. 100%. The Bears will look to move to 6-1 and one tomorrow. They're already off to their best start since 2012, but winning in this one could be so huge. If you guys don't know how our pregame show works, we basically break down miniature versions of our segments throughout the week and then make a pick at the end of the game, uh, our predictions. So be sure to tune in until the end for that. We're going to kick it off with Meet the Opponents, the Los Angeles Rams. ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Rams a 70% chance of winning this game. Um, taking a look at their uh, injury report, they only have one player listed. It's Tyler Higby. He is questionable for the Chicago Bears. Rashad Coward questionable, as well as Khalil Mack, Buster Screen, and Jason Spriggs and Sherrick McManus is out. Taking a look at the spread for this game, it is currently uh, late on Sunday night at minus 5.5 towards the Rams, also over under at 45 Point five points. We're going to start this one off by taking a look at the Rams' offense. They have scored 25.3 points per game, also have put up an average of 396.8 yards per game, 261.7 through the air, 135.2 on the ground. Jalen, this Rams offense is led by Jared Goff. Uh, you know, taking a look at the Rams, and I'll get onto this more and more later. They've only been in the NFC East, but they have had a good season. Jared Goff is 128 for 190. He's passed for 1,570 yards, 10 touchdowns, and only four interceptions. Leading the way on the ground, Daryl Henderson Jr., 72 carries, 348 yards, and three scores for him. And then their receiving leader, wide receiver one, Cooper Cup has 31 receptions for 374 yards and two touchdowns. Jalen, we know this Rams offense is dangerous, but Jared Goff has struggled against the Bears in the past. You know, in their past two meetings combined, he's only passed for 353 passing yards. He's turned the ball over six times. He's had a, an average passer rating of under 45, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But just off the surface level, what do you think about this Rams' offense? Uh, it's a very high-sport offense. Um, Sean McVay has done a very good job 
uh, with this team in general ever since the Jeff Fisher era. They've been a very good team. You know, uh, he led them to a Super Bowl in 2018. What's that? Yeah, 2018. Uh, with a 13-3 record, he's made Jared Goff look like a uh, a reliable quarterback. Um, you know, he, he's developed Jared Goff in very uh, very well. You know, he uses his strength and that's play action and stuff like that. So um, this offense is, is very high scoring. You know, like I said before, they have Jared Goff. They traded Todd Gurley – or not traded, excuse me. They released Todd Gurley. And uh, they drafted Cam Akers in the second round. Uh, they have a, a basically a running back by committee with Cam Akers, uh, Daryl Henderson, and then Malcolm Brown. You know, you don't know which week, what, what running back will, will get the majority of the carries. But um, the, they have very good receivers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. They both just got paid. So uh, congratulations to them. They also have Josh Rose, who's a, who's a good number three. Uh, also have Van Jefferson as well, who they drafted out of Florida, who's been producing for them. Uh, they also have two very, very good tight ends in Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. Um, you know, Gerald Everett's like a – Wide receiver slash tight end, you know he 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 gets used in multiple ways by Sean McVay. So th- this this offense is very good. Um, they've they've been able to put up points. Uh, you know this whole season. So this is definitely going to be a tough matchup for the Bears. Yeah, I think it's important that you brought up play action because we saw Jared Goff struggle. I would say more in 2019, but he's been back on track in 2020. I mentioned it earlier. Obviously, all of their wins against the NFC East that coming into this week uh, had only won a combined five games and lost 18, but. You know, they have been playing very good. Uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, two guys that just got paid. It makes me hurts. Uh, it hurts me saying that, knowing Allen Robinson hasn't gotten paid yet. But they've got a lot of talent on this offense. Also, a very good offensive line led by Andrew Whitworth, Austin Blythe, Austin Corbett. So this Rams offense is looking very solid. Jared Goff has struggled against the Bears' defense in the past, but it should be interesting to see how this one goes. Uh, definitely have a lot of respect for what Sean McVay does down there with them because they are obviously coming into this one 4-2. and two. Jalen, you mentioned it. We're watching uh, a couple other NFC West teams right now, Duke it out, Seattle and Arizona, at 4-2 and two and 5-0. and oh. So, it, you know, if Arizona loses this one, it's going to be a big game for the Rams because they can move up in those standings uh, from the looks of it. So taking a look at the defense for the Los Angeles Rams, they've allowed 19 points per game. They have allowed a lot of yards. Uh, they've allowed an average of 340.3 per game, 231.3 in the air, 109 to be exact on the ground. Uh, you know, this defense is, is pretty solid. They've got a lot of names that, that people recognize. Michael Brockers, Sebastian Joseph Day, Aaron Donald, Someone everyone remembers in Chicago, Leonard Floyd is there. Also a, a pretty solid secondary, you know, Troy Hill, Jalen Ramsey, Taylor Rapp, John Johnson, uh, Jalen, someone you've talked about all week. Uh, Darius Williams has been having a very good season for them. So this defense is solid. They they, they have only won against NFC East opponents, but it's going to be a tough task for the Bears to move the ball uh, against these defense. So what are your thoughts on the Rams' D? Uh, the Rams have, a, I, I guess you would say, a very underrated defense. They've been performing uh, actually pretty well. I think they uh, they allow less points than our defense and uh, allow less yards and something like that. Have one of the best pass rushers or the best run, def- defensive tackle, in my opinion, and uh, not just in my opinion, I think in a lot of people's opinion, and Aaron Donald. Uh, he's a two-time defensive player of the year. Uh, he beat out Khalil Mack in 2018, um, recording over 20 sacks. So, uh, Aaron Donald is, is is very good. He's an amazing. Uh, like I said, he's a, he's one of the best. Uh, they have Lyndon Floyd, who who Bears fans are familiar with. You know, he's our 2016 first round draft pick. We traded up from him out of Georgia. Uh, he's been playing well. He's basically been Lyndon Floyd for them. Very good in run defense. Uh, not getting to the quarterback like that, but he's almost close. He's almost coming close to it. So, 
Uh, who else? They have Jalen Ramsey. Of course, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Their safety duo is very good. They lost their seventh round pick, Jordan Fuller, who's uh, basically their, their he was basically their starter. Uh, he got hurt and put on IR, so they replaced him with Taylor Rapp, who they drafted. Uh, I don't know if that was last year or the year before that, but uh, he's been he's uh, replaced Jordan Fuller and then John Johnson, uh, who you said before, who I've been mentioning all week. It's very underrated safety. The linebacker duo is probably the the worst part of their defense. You know, they have Mike Kaiser. And uh, another person that I can't think off the top of my head, but uh, they lost they lost a lot of a lot of pieces on this defense. Uh, they still have Michael Brockers as well. So um, this v- defense is very strong. I think this is probably going to be a, a very good defensive game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a lot of uh, points put on the board, especially not by the Bears. And um, I don't see the Rams putting up that much points on our defense. So. Yeah. yeah, we've had low-scoring games at the Rams in the past. Obviously, 2018 was 15-6, to uh, and then last year I think was 17-7. to But you mentioned that linebacker core is a little bit weak with Micah Kaiser and Troy Reader, the other one in there, as well as Leonard Floyd. It's going to be important that the Bears tight ends look to take advantage in this one. Jimmy Graham uh, is going to be a player that's going to need to step up. We saw last week George Kittle had seven receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown against them. I'm not saying in any means that George Kittle is uh, Jimmy Graham, but you know what? This Rams' defense is good. They're fourth overall in the league in yards allowed, fourth against the pass, as well as 11th against the rush. I don't think the Bears are going to be able to get any sort of running game going in this one. You know, Something we praised Leonard Floyd about when he was in Chicago is his ability to stop the run. He's still been pretty darn efficient at doing that, so I think the Bears are going to have a tough time moving it in this one, uh, moving the rock, that is. Uh, and I agree with you, Jalen. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Let's head into our three key matchup segments of this show. It's only going to be two key matchups because obviously it's only me and Jalen. We're missing Parshaw for this one. But Jalen, I want to pass it to you first. You know how this works. We each give our most important positional matchup that the Bears take advantage of if they would like to secure a win. So when you think about this game, prime time, Nick Foles, uh, a lot of people doubting him the entire season. We haven't seen anything incredible from him. We haven't seen anything bad, incredibly bad from him either. Uh, a, lo- a lot of uh, judgment today for Ryan Pace making the right pick when we saw horrible games from both Cam Newton and Andy Dalton. So I want to ask you, I'm getting a little bit off track, what positional matchup do you think is most important in this one? I'm going to go Aaron Donald against our uh, left guard, which is Rashad Coward. Uh, yeah. Uh, him or Alex Barnes, I'm not very confident in. I'm, I, I would more say I'm more confident in Alex Barnes than I am in Rashad Coward, but we started Rashad Coward last week, so if he's healthy, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the starter again. Rashad Coward got blew up multiple times uh, against the Panthers, a uh, very young defensive line. You know, Nick Foles didn't get sacked, but he was pressured a lot. Um, it was one play where uh, it was right after we got the – I think that was a fumble by Eddie Jackson. Uh, it was like four or five defenders in Nick Foles' face before he lobbed the pass up in the end zone and th- that, uh, you know, resulted in an interception by the by the Panthers' defense. And we're going up against Aaron Donald, who I said before is one of the best defensive players in the whole entire NFL, you know. He's going to get pressure. He's going to get his. Um, you know, without James Daniels, that's going to be – that was a huge loss for us, um, not just – for the offensive line for the whole team in general, you know, for a team that hasn't had a good O-line since probably 2018, you know, last year we, we've seen a lot of struggles, but James Daniels was our best offensive lineman this year, you know, he's played extremely well, 
uh, in his third season. In his rookie season, we've seen him completely shut down Aaron Donald uh, in Soldier Field. You know, Aaron Donald, I don't think he got a pressure, uh, or he definitely didn't get a sack, but I don't think he got a pressure at all on Mitchell Trubisky. And then last year, um, he had Aaron Donald had two sacks, but James Daniels still was, was able to contain him. So this this game with, without James Daniels, um, I think it's going to be uh, – uh, he's gonna it's play. going to be a tough task. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be another multiple. I think it's probably going to be another multiple sack game for Donald. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he had three or four against Rashad Coward. So what we need to do is probably double team him, or run the ball at him. You know, get him tired uh, or do something because Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is a game record. If you give him opportunity to, he's going to mess up your whole game plan, and uh, I don't want that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm going to flip the script a little bit. Uh, that was probably going to be mine too. And I've said it all week. The blueprint has to be double teaming Aaron Donald as much as possible, but I'm going to, I'm going to flip the script for this one. I'm going to go the bears is wide receiver two and three to be specific versus uh, uh, the Rams is uh, obviously their secondary. Uh, you know, we see a tough matchup for Allen Robinson in this one. I think he's going to be better than he was last year when he was faced with Jalen Ramsey. He only had four catches for 15 yards last year when the bears played the Rams and Allen Robinson has been playing great this year in his contract year, but it's going to be important that Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller step up in this one. They don't essentially have favorable matchups, but they have better matchups. They're, they're going to be lined up across from Troy Hill as well as Darius Williams, a pretty young secondary. We've seen Miller average 12.4 yards per catch in 2020. Mooney with 10.7 yards per catch, obviously coming in on the depth chart as wide receiver too. It's going to be important that those guys step up in this one. Uh, you know, I said it earlier, if the Bears are double-teaming Aaron Donald, Someone's going to be able to not come free, but ha have a very favorable matchup uh, to be able to get in there and get on Nick Foles. He's not going to have much time to throw the ball. So these younger receivers on the Bears are going to have to step up, get open, make some plays for Nick Foles, uh, and hopefully Foles will be able to deliver. I, I also think just looking at another matchup in this one, the tight ends are going to be very important. I mentioned it earlier, uh, and Jalen also mentioned that the weak spot in this Rams' this defense is definitely uh, their inside linebacking core. So it's going to be important that the Bears also get their tight ends going. But I think it's crucial that they get the wide receivers going because we have to stretch the ball vertically. We agreed that it's going to be a low-scoring game. So that's uh, definitely the positional matchup that stands out to me. We are going to head now into our Fan Mail Friday section of the show. Uh, this is where we answer your guys' questions submitted on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you know, uh, I've said it in recent podcasts, but if you follow us on both of those platforms, you can have the possibility of your name, your question being shared in the podcast. So this first question, Jalen, I'm going to ask you at first comes from da bears dot all day. He asks, do you guys think this offensive line can neutralize Aaron Donald enough to be able to put up points? Short answer. No. I was about to Chris, but I'm a, I don't want to get us demonetized. But definitely, no, Aaron Donald is going to get his. Um, he, like you said, you know, us double teaming or possibly even triple teaming him, you know, Aaron Donald is very good. It's going to lead to opportunities for other players like a Michael Brockers. You know, we might see Leonard Floyd have a, a quote-unquote revenge game uh, against us. So um, I definitely don't think we're going to be able to neutralize him. Uh, I think we, we – not gonna say we're gonna put up like 20 25 points but um i i do have those one in the game i know we're gonna talk about this uh later down later down in the podcast but i definitely think we can put up enough points to, to win yeah uh the bears are definitely gonna have to put up some points in this one i'm gonna go ahead and agree with you i don't know if they're gonna be able to neutralize him enough to make him a non-factor in this one i i hope the bears will be able to put up enough points and be able to slow down 
uh, you know, uh, Jared Goff and co. Uh, on the other side of the ball, but I, I don't think they're going to be able to slow down Donald. If I'm being completely honest, I think it's going to be very tough to do so. This next question comes from ERD seventy three oh seven. He asks, "Who do you guys think needs to break out on offense and on defense?" for this team to start clicking as a unit and to help us win this game. Jalen, I'm going to give you the defensive player, but I'm going to go first with my offensive player. I think I think a player that needs to break out in this one definitely has to be Jimmy Graham. I've talked about the importance of the tight ends throughout this one. It's going to be huge that Jimmy Graham steps up in this one, takes advantage of his opportunities against young safeties for the Los Angeles Rams, as well as the inside linebacking core for them. Guys like Leonard Floyd, obviously an outside linebacker, but their linebacking core is a little bit weak. We've seen them have some soft spots when it comes to covering tight ends, so I think it's huge that he steps up big in this one, and he's been so great this season. Uh, Leads all tight ends uh, with red zone targets. Also, I believe, is tied for second in tight end touchdowns, so it's been a great year for Jimmy Graham so far kind of uh, re-upping his career in Chicago, and he's going to need to have another big week here in Week 7 if the Bears want to win this one. Jalen, I'm going to pass it back to you now. Pick a defensive player. Who do you think needs to break out in this one if the Bears want to give themselves a chance? Uh, I said this on our uh, – I think that was our last film on Friday or Family Saturday, so yesterday uh, when we were asked this. Uh, I'm going with Bilal Nichols. Uh, we, have, we need to be able to stop the run uh, so that we won't – be uh, necessarily scared of the play action because if we're stopping the run, we're not going to believe that they're running the ball if they if they do do play action. But that's something we saw in 2018 where uh, we were able to completely shut down Tyle Gurley and every time they did a play action, we didn't fall for it. And if you basically shut down what Jared Goff is good at, you're going to get a bad Jared Goff. So that's what we need to do this season. Um, not this season. This game, we need to we need to also do that during the whole season. That's something we haven't been very good at. Uh, we, we've we got better over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, but with the first three weeks of the season, we were getting completely gashed by the running game. So um, Bilal Nichols needs to step up. He's he's the person that basically step, uh, stepped in for Eddie Goldman when he opted out of the season. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Bilal here. Yeah, the Bears definitely miss Eddie Goldman, and we've seen Eddie Goldman be so effective against the Rams in years past because we were able to slow down Todd Gurley, put the ball in Jared Goff's hands, and force him into some troubles. And I think if the Bears can do that in this one, they'll be able to come out on top. But we did see Bilal have probably his best game of the season last week, had a sack on Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers. Also is pretty good in the run department, so it's going to be huge in this one if the Bears want to win it if he can step up as well. Jalen, the time to talk is over. It's time to make our picks for the Week 7 matchup between the Bears and the Rams. I'm going to pass it to you first. What is your score prediction in this one? Who wins this one and why? All right, so uh, earlier I said I I have the Bears winning this game. Like I said, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, This is going to probably look like years past, like another 15-6 or 17-7 type of game where uh, our offense isn't going to put up points and our defense is going to be able to to shut down this Rams offense. So uh, I'm going to have the Bears winning here 17-10. Like I said, I just feel like our defense has been playing extremely well. It's playing lights out once again. um, I'm not surprised. I think it just took a – you know, a couple weeks for our, our defense is full of veterans, you know, so without a preseason and uh, with a short mini camp and no OTA and stuff like that, you know, the veterans have to basically get their legs back. So um, I'm, I'm starting to see the defense that I knew I knew we were capable of having. Um, they're playing extremely well, and I think that continues. 
That is a very good pick, and I don't blame you for picking a low score. I'm also going to go with the Bears in this one. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to go 20 to 14. I think once again, you know, it is a low scoring game. I still think 20 to 14 is is a low scoring game. The over under for this game is at 45 and a half. I don't think it comes close to reaching that. I'd be surprised if it was a shootout by any means. I think it's very similar to the games in years past. Defense dominates. I think the Bears find a way to get it done. I think they get creative in using their tight ends. And I think the defense does dominate. You know, it's going to be tough slowing down Aaron Donald. I think the Bears do it enough to be able to put up enough points to win this one. And I think the defense uh, comes to play. You know, we saw them do it a couple of weeks ago in prime time uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Something that's interesting about that, I mean, a lot of people are still doubting the Bears and this defense, but I think the Bears' defense is as legit as it gets. And if you don't believe me, take a look at how the Buccaneers have done since their Week 5 meltdown in Chicago. They've scored 38 points in three of their last four games. They averaged 420 yards of offense in those three that uh, they won. Also, the game where they did, the games where they didn't play the Bears, the game where they didn't play the Bears. Uh, and against the Bears, they had 19 points and 339 yards. I think this Bears' defense is legit. I think they come to play in this one, and I think they pull it out. I would like to say before we close this one off, our post-game show will be live. It's going to be a very late one, probably coming out uh, in, in the later hours of Tuesday morning. So if you are going to stay up late after the game, do us a favor. Check us out on all platforms. We will be back reacting to the Bears this Week 7 game, win or lose. If you would like to find more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs over there basically every day trying to get you guys ready for whoever the Bears are playing. We're going to kick off our New Orleans Saints coverage after this week. So if you have some extra time, do us a favor, go check out our website. We have a giveaway going on on social media right now. We're giving away an Anthony Miller signed and authenticated mini helmet. Uh, so if you would like to enter that giveaway, it's free to enter. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at bear down. Uh, that giveaway will end in six days, five days when you're, uh, actually listening to this, uh, the giveaway will end on Halloween night. So be sure to go check us out on there. And finally, you can find the links to me and Jalen's social media pages down in the description, Instagram and Twitter. A good way to connect with us. Uh, we're, we're both super active during the games on Twitter, so be sure to check us out on those platforms. Jalen McClinton, it's a very late Sunday night. The Bears will just about be wrapping it up in 24 hours, and I really hope they can pull it out. You know, At least for me, uh, I, I feel like Monday Night Football, especially when the Bears are playing, sets the tone for the week, and the Bears are going to have short rest after this game uh, heading into New Orleans. So any last words? Uh, let's continue our streak on Monday Night Football in the Matt Nagy era. We're 2-0. Uh, yeah, we're 2-0. and We won against Minnesota and won against the Seahawks. So I think uh, it was also a stat uh, that the Bears have the most wins on Sunday night footballs in the last. Yeah, they're tied for the most, I believe. Yeah, so let's continue that record. Um, let's go 6-1. and Let's go 6-0 and in the NFC, which is going to be huge for us. Uh, stay safe and bear down. 100%. The Bears are looking to move to 6-0 and in the NFC. It could be huge not only for NFC North implications, but also for wildcard implications with the expanded playoff field. Big, big game tonight. Be sure to check us out for our postgame show coming live to you guys on all platforms after the game. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor. Stay safe and bear down. Let's go get a win. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.